Hello. Oh, are we on? Are we live? We're here, darling. We're back in the Mariah Carey Lounge. How's everybody out there, listeners? <laughs> I have really good news, Felicia. What is that? What? Tell me. We are only four awards away from EGOT status. Oh, I let, let's have it. Let's have it. Give me all four. Right. It's time for high tea. Get your teacups out, bitches. Ooh, should I go get it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, the cum guzzler. Go grab the cum guzzler. The cum guzzler cup. <laughs> oh my god. All right, darlings. High tea is about to be served. I got my glasses on. We're in the Mariah Carey Lounge, darling. We're living it up. We're living our best lives. Welcome to the Mariah Carey Lounge. Finally, darling, we are here. Sparkling like a diamond. You know, I love my MC. Philip, do you have your cum guzzler teacup? It is right here, darling. We are about to cheers because it is time for another edition of High Tea. Let's serve. Cheers. Time for high tea, where we get high and spill the tea. I'm Philip and Felicia. Here we go. So recently, I performed at Tracks. Oh yes, it was fabulous. It was a lot of fun. So it was a Saturday night, and the party's called Their Party. Yes. So the the Their Party is a pop up type drag show where they'll have like a performer every fifteen minutes, and you know everyone else is dancing. So the crowd is dancing, then a performer comes out. So all of us drag queens were backstage in the dressing room kicking. Well, we were trying to decide who's going first, but one of the bitches was late because she had a show at Hamburger Mary's. So uh-huh. we're all waiting around for this bitch because we didn't want her to feel like she got stuck with the slim pickings. You know what I mean? Like the leftovers. So I didn't go out and socialize with anyone until this bitch showed up. Then we all picked where we are going to perform. And um, I was getting ready. I had on my fierce ass look. You look so good. And girl. the dressing room, it's a safe space because some of the performers are trans but it's all like this safe space. Well, that is until someone takes you to the side and they're like, oh, I know five other queens that have this look. And this bitch, Mickey Mirage, is telling me, I know five other girls that have this look. I'm like, this exact look? She goes, no, but that same print, this Lisa Frank looking print. I'm like, okay, well, they look fabulous. I guess these five other girls also had their looks custom made like I did. And she was a bitter fucking bitch. Her drag is busted. And basically she's jealous of my look because all this bitch wears is orange. Mm -hmm. That's her signature color. So I'm like, okay, so you're sour because all you wear is orange. You're the one that limits yourself. You know, I have an opportunity to teach you something here, Felicia. When people give you that type of feedback or critique or whatever, bring it in, decide what is relevant to you, and then let it go. Because they sound like a real cunt-faced bitch. Oh, and she was. You know what I'm saying? She was jealous, and I didn't let her get under my skin that night at all. I went out on that stage and fucking slammed it. I killed it. I, had I so thought much fun. you did so well. I was I was front row. Oh yeah, I saw you. And the whole crew was front row. Everyone was clapping their fans. Everybody loved it. I was serving up Whitney Houston that yes. night. It was fun. It was so. Thank epic. you for being there. It was a really great night. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I was just really surprised how busted some of those drag queens were in the dressing room. Like their looks. 
their shoes were fucking dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made sure my stuff was clean. I made sure everything looked nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, people up on that, you you know, you were right next to the stage. They look at the details. Some of these drag queens, I was just surprised how busted they were. I wouldn't have paid them if they looked like that. Yikes. Yeah, I had a really good time there that night, and I think you did absolutely phenomenal. I, when I first got to the club, Felice, I made my way over to like that changing marquee and I like had to wait there, wait there, wait there. But then finally the poster came up for that event. Yeah. And you were front and center, your photo on the... I had the best spot on the poster. Right. Yeah. And I like, I had to get a photo of that on the big screen. It was so cool. It was so cool. about their party and how it's kind of tracks used to be like this place you know what i mean like the place right i think tracks is still the place like the party place however when it's the their party it's kind of like the flea market of denver comes out to party oh yeah you don't know what you're gonna see you don't know what you're gonna get but it's like the flea market is out plus they're selling shit in the hallway Right, I didn't expect that at all. It was kind of like Lakeside. Well, yeah, I guess that's what you get when it's their party. Not to say that it's a bad thing, but it was a, a flea market kind of night. Well, I'm just glad you you girls were there to like elevate it because you all made it fabulous, darling. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I had a real good time, and after I was done, I just went out and I just danced with everybody on the dance floor. Right. I was that queen. You know what I mean? Like I didn't well, go back in the dressing room. You're there room. to have fun. You're there to you know entertain, and that's what you do. Oh yeah. I I had a great time. I had a gay old time. Hell yes. Danced bro. all night in my heels. <laughs> okay, I showed up for the auditions for Drag Olympics. And I had a I had a good time with that. And I will say that for the Drag Olympics competition, they check all of your social medias. They check to see like, you know, who's got the most followers and whatever else. And I did my song. Girl, this girl backstage, we were sharing a, a space. Fucking jacked my Anastasia Beverly Hills setting powder. That's like $38. I'm tempted to go back there next Thursday night and be like, bitch, you have my setting powder. Fucking give it back. Like, that's fucked up. Like, if you're going to take it from my station, like literally before I left, I made sure, oh, do I have everything? Like, I made sure. If she would not have moved it, I would have picked it up. Like, somebody on purpose stole my shit. I'm pissed. Well, I told you what happened to me, Felice. Uh, Them queens is like some, you know, bitter motherfucking queens. Picture it. Rainbow Alley, 2002. It's time for the queen. Queer prom auditions, honey. Okay, queer prom, here we go. And I am bringing the party.
party getting the party started some pink style. This is back in the day when she had that remix with Redman get the party started mm-hmm. off her second album Misunderstood. I made a remix to Pink and I was going to perform Pink at Queer Prom 2002. Venus Sexton was there. Ginger Douglas was there before she was a Sexton she was a Douglas. Yeah, I remember that. And somebody stole my CD. Now this was before USBs. USBs send an email download yada 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 they swiped my burn CD and I didn't get to perform my number. Fuck those bitches. That was the last time I ever did like performance but I've never been like a drag queen. I appreciate it. Um, Drag to me is kind of like bottoming. Like I don't want to put forth all that effort girl. You know you gotta do shout. You gotta this. You gotta that. The boop boop boop. Like to be a drag queen you gotta paint your mug. You gotta buy your shoes. You gotta buy your outfit. You gotta check your wig. And if you're a good drag queen you douche your ass before you go out because you don't want to have to shit in your drag. Oh my god. For real? Yes. Oh wow. You learn something new every day. We call it a pre-show douche. The more you know. We don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Give a fuck. Fuck. Fuck Venus Sexton. And you know what? On During Drag Olympics, they were calling, you know, the contestants, you know, they're doing the eliminations. And one of the girls I'm friendly with, she, her name was the last name to be called. And it's because she's a Sexton. And I told her that afterwards. I said, it's because these judges don't like your drag house. These judges, someone on the panel has it in for you. Mm-hmm. They don't like the Sextons. And you're a Sexton. They fucking made you sweat. They made you fucking sweat bullets. And I think she's got the potential to win the whole competition. And I, she was the first one to perform for the auditions and then she was the last one to be called. I'm like, the they chick wanted... in the orange? Yeah. Oh, wow. They made her fucking sweat on purpose. Well, perhaps I'm biased, but I thought you put on a better show than she did. She All she did was, you know, the same choreography, you know, over and over and over again for three minutes of an audition performance. You put on a show, darling. And that's what I said to everybody as I walked by them judges. I said, and that was a performance, darling. I'm clapping and my wit, my fan, everything. Yeah, I mean, I played the game. You know what I mean? Like, you don't always get to that next step and that's okay because I'm not going to perform at tracks for 14 weeks and not get paid. That's what it is. That was a huge commitment for 14 weeks, non-paid gig. Like, that's a lot of looks, a lot of time, a lot of makeup. Well, I knew going into it too, I wouldn't even get past like the end of February because I got a work trip coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have missed out anyway, so I would have either eliminated myself or I would have gotten eliminated beforehand. So, it is what it is. I played the game. Those were the cards. No regrets. I mean, I still, I lived it up on Saturday night. Oh, yes. I thought both performances were fabulous. I really enjoyed um, that. I really just enjoyed everything. Good. Like, every cheers. time you're up there, darling, like, I just feel like... Let's cheers with the cum guzzler. Oh, fuck. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm looking for my drink here. Listen to this, darling. A little bit of... Oh, cheers. Love you, girl. Love you. Oh, my god. It was really funny. After I had performed, they were like, tell us a little bit about you. I wasn't expecting that. So I really didn't know what to say, but I just said, you know, I don't go on stage unless I have 43 loads inside me or more. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my God, girl, this is nasty. Oh, your drink is gross? Pretty much. I have one of these San Pellegrinos, the lemon flavor, but I was chewing like mint gum. Oh. And like now it, like it just, it, I swear to God, it's like Spit I it out. fucking. Spit it out. It's like I guzzled some fucking lemon pine salt. Ugh, mm. That's gross. Do you want to hear something gross from my childhood? What? Well, like, my mother is going to deny this, but when we were kids, like, I'm going to die of cancer. Let me just tell you right now. I'm going to die of cancer. When we were kids, my mother wanted everyone to think that she was, like, a good housekeeper or whatever. So we had a swamp cooler, and she would make me go up on the roof and pour lemon pine salt in the swamp cooler because then it would make the house smell like soap. I'm speechless. (laughs) (laughs) so like seriously like the house smelled like lemon pine salt but then like we were breathing that yeah (laughs) actual fuck like how much would you pour in like the whole bottle or just a little bit like um yeah like there were four sides to this thing so like and there's like these pads on the side yeah so you just kind of pour it onto the pad and then it would like the water kind of like trickles down like a like a waterfall or something over these pads well, so you just pour around the, the whatever and then it would make the house smell good. But then like, what, what the fuck are we breathing in, Felice? Pine salt. Lemon. I don't know about you, but I'm not made of money, honey. Make the right choice. Choose the power of pine salt. The smell of clean. <laughs> I'm thinking of the bald guy. What's his name? Oh, Mr. Clean. I do like Mr. Clean. There was a guy when we were on our most recent vacation, he was hanging out at the pool. And I said, oh, well, hello there. Well, just then his wife walked up. And so mm-hmm. she was like, who the fuck's this? You know, because I'm talking to her husband. You're like, good morning. Right, exactly. So I said to her, I said, I said, I said, oh, is this your husband? She goes, oh, it sure is. And I'm like, oh, you can have him, you know, whatever, honey. I just was saying hi. And she, she said, oh, well, that's fine. Today's his birthday. I said, oh, well, it is. Thought it was my birthday. Birthday, honey. He was in his wet shorts and everything else. Oh, he had it going on, let me tell you. Oh my God, Felicia. It is time, before I tell you my next like story mm-hmm. of the show, for Hickory Dickory Tick Tock Fuck. Hickory Dickory Dock. Tick Tock. Tick Tock. Tick Tock. Tick Tock. Ah, fuck. Hickory Dickory Tock. Tick Tock. Tick Tock. Oh, fuck. Basically, have you seen, you've seen like those uh, cage fighters and things like that, right? Yes, yes. Have you seen the newest where they're, they slap? Oh my God, that guy's face. I know what you're talking about in his face. And the thing of it too, like the video starts and this guy's face is already fucked up. So they're showing you like the last slap. I don't know how many slaps this man received before this, but his face is deformed. Oh yeah. Wow. All right, so this is the video I've been talking about. I actually didn't finish. I didn't watch it. Shows it in slow mo. No, it's like a promo for this show. There's several people that get slapped. Oh, now here's the bitch version. Wow, she's like knocked the fuck out, dude. I wish I could slap. She can't even stand up. Wow. You know, there are some bitches I do want to slap like that. Fuck you. Oh. I wish I could slap a bitch like that and not get in trouble. So apparently this is on CBS. They had it coming. And the name of this show is called Slap. Power Slap. 
It's unbelievable. But you know what? When I was like scrolling through and I came across this video for this brand new show, Felish, it reminded me of a memory I had from when I was a kid. And a lot of things like this, like I don't really think about because like I, I like hide the hide this stuff away. But that triggered this memory for me. And it's not something I normally think about, but it just triggered it for me. When I was in high school, you've met my friend Kelly who teaches in Africa, right? Yeah, where it rains. <laughs> Or I, I miss the rain down in Africa. I miss the rain down in Africa. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so she was playing Nancy in Oliver, and I was playing Mr. Bumble. And there's a scene in the second act of the musical that's not in the movie, but mm-hmm. that's in the stage production. Right. Where Mr. Bumble and Mrs. Bumble are like in their little house or something and they're having a back and forth a quarrel. And there's this moment kind of at the end of the scene where Mrs. Bumble slaps Mr. Bumble. Okay. my I was living with my dad at the time and my dad came to see me in the musical. Okay. And this was like the third or the fourth performance mm-hmm. of th- what we had done because like the first performance was like for the school and then it was yeah, opening like night or whatever. Then opening night. Right. So he finally came, I think it was that Saturday night. It wasn't quite the last show, but it was like the one to the last show, but Mm -hmm. we'd already done a few shows anyway. It was like one of those moments where like my dad had never done anything. Like he never showed up, he Mm -hmm. never whatever, but he showed up for this. I was so proud to be in this show and have my dad. He was in the front row. Okay. Felice, the front row. And we get to this scene and I didn't know it was coming. The girl that played Mrs. Bumble, like next to me in in the play, she thought it would be funny between her and some of the other theater people if she really let me have it for this slap. Instead of a stage slap, right. she wanted to give you an actual slap. I didn't know that this was coming at all. Like, I like this was all like, I, it was like in the movie Carrie where they dumped the pig's blood mm-hmm. on her. So there I am, my dad's sitting the front row. He's never taken an interest in me ever. He was there, he was laughing, he was kind of enjoying himself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt really proud to do this. And then it came time for that and I didn't know she was going to hit me because it wasn't the way we had wasn't blocked planned it. yeah dumb bitch she hauled off and hit me Felice I fucking saw stars she hit me this hard like mm-hmm. I I had ringing I blanked out for a second I almost fell to my to the floor yeah that's what reminded me when I saw this slap video from this new show on TBS it reminded me of that but what hurt me the most wasn't actually getting hit right she hit you in front of your dad but my dad always used to beat on me too right so then later when I got home I got another beating because it was like oh you gonna let a girl do you like that mm-hmm. did I never show you nothing you're just a little pussy boy blah 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 and I got another beating wow I'm and sorry. I will never forget that she thought that that was funny yeah to do that to me it it's probably the most humiliating thing that's ever happened to me oh yeah and anyone who listens to this show knows there's a lot of humiliating things that happen to me so I studied <laughs> acting in college and we actually practiced slapping each other because okay. there were just times when a stage slap wasn't sufficient and you actually had to slap them. You actually had to fucking slap them. I remember I had a scene with my acting partner, Whitney, and she slapped me and we were, had rehearsed the scene and everything and she'd slap me. But when the time came when we performed it in front of the class, you always did like a one time around. So that first time you get a re- critique from like the teacher and the students and they would tell you how to do it better. And then the second time 
time would be the final. For that second time, she slapped me so fucking hard. I saw stars and I like put my hand up. I almost fucking slapped her back. Mm -hmm. I was pissed. I did slap a bitch once and um, she slapped my cell phone out of my hand. I fucking slapped her across the face. That bitch had it coming. I don't give a fuck. Damn. And she like told on me. She like told the teacher. I'm like, and the teacher was like, why did, why did you slap her? I was like, she knocked my phone out of my hands. Brand new phone. My teacher was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I guess that settles it then. Like, all right, an eye for an eye. Jeez. Everybody, can you feel the groove? Grab somebody, let it go. Ooh. Everybody, can you feel the groove? Grab somebody, let it go. Ooh. Everybody, grab somebody. So yeah, I'm not really sure what happened to that girl. I, I hope she's dead. Just let the cat die. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, so Philip, what would you do if you had magic powers? Ooh, like what would my power be? I would love to be able to transform into anything like Mad Madam Mim. Oh, yeah. I can be beautiful, lovely and fair, silvery voice, long purple hair. I love it. <laughs> I, I think it'd be fun to like transform into like whatever I wanted. So like I could be a cat. Yeah. I, I could just be a fly on the wall until, yeah. here, <laughs> until here comes a fly swat. I wouldn't want to be anything too No, small. no, no, no. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think it'd be really fun to like just be able to transform into anything I wanted to be. I love that. I mean, if I had magic powers, I would basically be like a genie. I'd be like the almighty, but I wouldn't be bound to a lamp. I could just okay. do whatever the fuck I want. I could be invisible. I could be able to like teleport, be your, oh, I want to be in France. Great. I'm in France. You know, like flash, just like that. I would do anything. Like I would also like, if I had an enemy, I would be invisible and I would follow them home. I'd walk through their front door and then I would act like a ghost in their fucking house and fuck with them. <laughs> just fuck with them. Well, like... We say we would want these things, but it's kind of like care for what you wish for. Like, I don't think I would ever want to be invisible. Like, I've stood in a gay club. I know what it feels like to be invisible. Well, you know I'm, what I'm just saying? saying like, I think in, coming invisible would come in handy a few times. Like, you could do anything you wanted. You could walk through walls. 
I would fuck up with some bitches. I would be, I would be that ghost. I'd be a fucking poltergeist inside their house. I'd be flipping the TV on and off, freaking the fuck out. Turn all the burners on, turn all the gas on, the flames on the range. Oh my God. You're, you're the fire starter or whatever. What, what, what was that? Didn't they remake that movie that Drew Barrymore was in? Like Firestarter or something? Fire Kid or whatever? Yes. Firestarter came out in 1984. It's... Oh, it's a Stephen King novel from 1980. Wow. And they re-released it last year as a... I never saw that movie. Anyway. But whatever you just had said just made me think of that. Yeah, I'd be like a genie. (laughs) I'd be like all powerful. You know what though? You wouldn't be a mean genie. You'd be kind of like Robin Williams genie. Be I'd like, do whatever be I like, wanted. Yeah, well, if I didn't like you, then I don't like you. No, like, but like, then you just wouldn't like give us no time. But like, you would be like, um, you ain't never had a friend like me. That would be you. Oh, totally. But I'm saying like, I would only be mean if somebody had like fucked with me. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't get it until they have it coming. Oh, I see. Right. Don't fuck with Felicia, people. Like, she's coming for you, okay? Yeah, you stole my Anastasia Beverly Hills. I'm coming for you. We need to get that bitch. Seriously. All I have to do is show up in half drag. I'm going to have my turban on. I'm going to have, like, my, my like, robe or whatever. I'm going to go in and be oh, yeah, I'm a competitor. And I'm going to tell that bitch what's up. Which, who was it? I can't remember her name. I think it was, like, I know it's not Brenda. Brenda is, um... Did you go last night and watch it all or no? No, I didn't go. No. I was busy. I can't believe that bitch that looks like Epilumps and Woozles or whatever was in it. You know, it's an eclectic taste. I was the only drag queen with a breastplate. Nobody else had a breastplate. They were either half naked or not covered or like exposing their like chest or whatever. I was the only queen with a breastplate. And I saw so many ripped tights, lumpy ass fucking pads. I've just got more experience than them. That's okay. I don't know if experience is the word. I think pride's the word, girl. Oh my God, Felicia, did I tell you that the Hermes scarves showed up? Well, which color did you get? Please bore someone else with your questions. (laughs) 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 So I got the blue and gold, but I really wanted the hot pink. So I'm trying to call these people from Mexico, but were you aware that 800 numbers only work inside the continental United States? You cannot use an 800 number to call from outside the United States to a United States number or business. I just thought a number was a number it worked. No. 800 numbers only work within the United States. So they do not work anywhere else. if you're not in the country? It detects if you're out of the country. It just... the the the. The, the phone call will not go through. Interesting. Even when you dial the prefixes 011, blah, 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 whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, you cannot get through. So I was emailing Hermes back and forth that I had selected the wrong scarf and I should have been paying more attention. And I put the blue and the gold one in my cart instead of the hot pink one. Well, you know blue is my color. Oh, blue is, yes. So I decided when they shipped the blue one, I was like, well, I'll just send the other one back. Well, then I was calling and they were like, well, these are getting low quantities. Um, They're going to be taken off the site from Hermes because I finally got through to somebody through emails. Okay. So I went on Hermes and I bought the pink and then the, but the blue had showed up first. And when I opened them, Felicia, I just decided... Fuck it, I'll keep them both because they're so fabulous. Go get them. Let's. It's time for show and tell. Do you want me to get them? In the Mariah Carey Lounge. 
The new MS scarves, darling. Why not? I haven't even touched these. Should we wear gloves? We could leave them in the packaging. I love that 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 this scarf is called. What I think is funny is this guy's doing a procedure to make your dick bigger, and this guy's got a huge dick. I fucked him in Houston. Oh. You wouldn't know from looking at him, but he's got a massive dick. Hmm. Okay. He's a big old bottom. No, he's a top. Ooh, girl. All right. Back to Hermes scarves. Back to the Hermes scarves, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for show and tell on high tea. So this is the blue one. And so the name of this scarf is called Last Night. And, it, and it's got like a DJ, um, like, what do you call those? A like, spin table. Oh yeah, it's got a DJ spin table. And then all the cords and stuff coming off of yeah. it are kind of like a design on the scarf. And it's called Last Night. And it reminds me, last night a DJ saved my life with a song. I just love it so much. Yes, I kept I kept everything, okay? That's okay. So this is the box that comes in with the little Have ribbon. you opened it yet? Yeah, well, I checked it, you know. Oh, but, but then you retied the bow? Yeah, because I wanted to keep it all, you know. This is Hermes, darling. We don't mess around. All right. What do you think? Ooh, oh I love the colors. So, so amazing. So, um... Ooh, yeah, and the fringe. I love it so much. Where are you going to wear it? Do you know where the first time you're going to wear it? No, I, I don't know yet. But, you know, it'll find you. Right. But this is this is it. Beautiful. This is the DJ table. But look at how thick it is. Like, it, I think it's a really thick scarf. Look at There's the DJ table. What do you think? I think it's beautiful. It looks so cool in person. Like, and this looks like an actual sticker. Yeah. Doesn't that look like an actual sticker? I just think it's so, so And it gorgeous. says, don't touch. Right. It just is so gorgeous, and I just love it. Well, in the back, too. It says yeah. MS. Yes. So, I don't know where I'm going to wear this. I don't know. It's going to be something really fabulous. Um, but, oh, I have to show you the hot pink one. So, it's the exact same, but it's the hot pink one. And I just think the hot pink one is a little bit more, like, hip. Like, I don't know. I know what you mean. Tie this bitch back up. If the husband knew that I got this, not one, but two of these, and how much they cost, I'd be fucking in so much trouble. Yeah, I'm just going to show up with one of these on sometime. Maybe it's one of your shows, Felice. Oh, yeah. Let's coordinate outfits. Beautiful. I just wanted to show up and show out for you when I dressed up the other night. I was it wasn't like you a definitely did. It wasn't a competition thing. No. Oh, okay. No, it's like it's just like when you go out, you like to look good. Right. Why not? Well, you know, I mean that's why you're going out. I'm not sure what these people are doing, but like back in the day, like you went out, you got dressed up, you felt good, you were looking good and feeling gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Since the pandemic, these people showing up in PJ bottoms and everything else, I'm like, oh, Since the pandemic, no. these people need to get their fucking teeth white and brush their fucking teeth. They got mm. used to wearing a mask too much. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research online, and some people collect these Hermes scarves. Oh. Some people frame them. They're su they supposedly retain their value for years and years. Like, it's a huge... Why would people frame it? It's like a thing. Interesting. I might have to look into this. Like if it was their grandmothers or something like that. Like these are gorgeous, gorgeous heirloom pieces. Okay.
oh my God, did I tell you that my sister sent me a message from the swingers? Yeah, we had talked about these swingers on a previous episode, and apparently they reached out because they've been listening to our show. I assume that's what's been going on because my sister sent me a video that they forwarded to her that they wanted her to forward to me because wow. I don't have any contact with them. Um, that was... They really want to know what you think. It's considering... It's concerning loofah cover... It's concerning loofah colors. Yes, apparently it means something if you have a special color loofah. I wonder if they're buying these loofahs in bulk in this specific color on Amazon. Where do they go for these fucking loofahs, these swingers? I don't know. I've never heard of anything like this. So my sister sent me this message. Hickory dickory dock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Ah, oh, fuck. Now, y'all, I learned something new whenever I found out about the whole upside-down pineapple in the shopping cart to notify fellow swingers that you're ready to get your swing on. But, y'all, I watched a darn video today about something else swingers do to notify each other. They are hooking loofahs on the darn antenna on the car. Oh different God. colored loofahs with different meanings, bitch. I wrote them down. Let's go through the list. Now, if y'all riding around and y'all see a white loofah, if y'all see a white loofah on the antenna, that means they're just a beginner. They really don't know what they're doing. Next on the list is purple. The purple loofah. Oh my God, let's go back. Can we go back? Did you hear him go, like he used Alyssa Edwards? Mm -hmm. Girl, how did we go back on this? I don't think we can. Let's just continue playing. Loofah. Loofah. <laughs> loofah. It will be that they're a warrior and they just like to watch. Now, what the next one made me laugh because it's the pink loofah. And right beside it, it said in the description, it said soft swap. What? <laughs> oh, honey, this isn't a regular swap. This is a soft swap. Yeah, put your panties back on. Thank you. Now, next on the list, y'all, we got the blue loofah. Honey, if you see a blue loofah, that is the lowest level of swapalization. There's hardly any like middle-of-the-road swapalization going on there. But, honey, if you got the yellow loofah, the yellow it says mid-level swap from the top make it swap anyway um and it also says fun but nervous how are you just now nervous on the yellow but none of the other ones before really bitch the next color on the list is black a black loofah honey it says right here that's a full swap <laughs> And under full swap, it says, do it all. Honey, there ain't no limitations. The damn whips chains and all kind of shit's coming out tonight, bitch. And last but not least is teal. Because teal will give you all of the feels. Because teal means that you're bisexual. And not only are you swapping with each other, with the, with the wives, honey, you, you getting the husbands too, bitch. Well, there it is, y'all. That's the whole rundown on all the colors that they had posted on the internet. Don't you love the internet, y'all? You can find out so much cool, interesting things. But not that it wouldn't just be odd enough to be riding down the road and you see somebody with a damn loofah on top of the car. It's like, why is there a loofah up there? And then when you really find out, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
But see, y'all, I don't really use them loofahs, so I'm going to get me a dirty washcloth that I'm going to tie on my antenna, and I'm going to see what kind of response I get. Honey, I'm going to get some scallywags. <laughs> and I don't ever make a three-minute video where my topic of discussion is going to be colored loofahs. All right, swingers, y'all are very creative. I'll give you that. Have a good day. Goodbye. You know what I want to know, Philip, is who the fuck has an antenna on their car anymore? I don't have a fucking antenna. Yeah, well, I think mine's on the top, but I think that's for the Wi-Fi. Right, it's like people don't have antennas anymore. They're just stealing the gay, uh, stealing from the gays with the bandanas. Well, can I just say, Fleesh, we just listened to this whole guy, and I have no fucking clue what the hell he's even talking about. What the fuck is a swap? Let's let's Google husband and this. Wife, trading mine for yours. I'm well, isn't that what swingers do? Fuck. Right, but I guess this is just clarifying the swap. But what does that mean? What's a hard swap and a in a in a soft swap? Means you'll just do an anal or you, oh a hard swap is everything's on the table. A soft swap right. is just like we'll suck your dick. Maybe something like that. Yeah. What is a soft swap? Swingers are couples who engage in group sex or of swapping of sexual partners, often at a party hosted by someone in the swinging community. Being a part of this community is called being in the lifestyle, LS for short. Basically, swingers see their next two-person relationships as romantically monogamous and sexually open, meaning they're down to engage in sex with outside partners while their partner is at the same function or at or in the same room. Once swinging, let's get to the point where it's like some of these terms can rub people the wrong way, such as wife swapping, which has some husband swapping. This is just lingo that they know. This isn't gay lingo. But what is a soft swap? Why don't you drive around with a loofah tied to your the handle of your car and find out? And you want to know? <laughs> and you want to know what? It seems like I saw that. It just looked like garbage. Right. I I think it's trashy. Like I would at least have like a bandana on there. <laughs> How is that different? A bandana on your handle would be better than a fucking loofah. Well, yeah, that's true. A bandana you could easily take off your fucking handle of your car. I mean, I think this falls under the category of you can't believe everything on the internet. I've never mm -hmm. heard of fucking a code, color code for loofahs. But then again, I'm not down for a muff dive either. Gross. <laughs> right? Want more Philip and Felicia? You know you do. It's Felicia and Philip. Yes. Check us out on Spotify and SoundCloud. Or on Facebook at High TCast. With Felicia and Philip. Yes, of course. Ladies first. Let's be honest, we all have a thing for straight dudes, don't we, gays? Flirting with the breeders, sleeping with the breeders, draining them when their wives are being bitch faces. It's a thing! Just gays being gays. <laughs> Listen, bitch. Stream all episodes of High Tea with Felicia and Philip. Now streaming on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Hey there, boys. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.